Hello, Syngap land. Today is Saturday, April 8th, and this is episode 100 of Syngap 10, your 10-minute weekly briefing on everything you need to know about Syngap 1. I recorded the first episode of Syngap 10 on March 1st, 2021. That was 757 days ago. That means I have been doing one of these episodes every 7.6 days for over two years. Can you believe it? For over two years. I actually just went back to listen to episode one. I'll share the link in the show notes so you can do the same thing to see what I talked about. Guess what I was talking about? I was talking about drug repurposing. I was talking about citizens. And I was getting excited because companies were calling to say they wanted to work on Syngap 1. I talked about two companies in that episode. One of them did do a trial and decided our seizures were too hard to measure and didn't go forward. The other one's still working on Syngap 1. It's amazing how what I was talking about is basically the same things I'm talking about now. It feels like everything's different, but everything's kind of the same. What do I mean by that? Well, in episode one, we had 93 people in Citizen. That's what I said in the episode. There were 750 patients worldwide. That's what we recorded in the census. And we were on our first sprint for Syngap. Now we've got over 210 patients in Citizen. We have over 1,200 patients counted worldwide in the census. And we're about to do our third sprint. This community's bigger. This community's stronger. This community's better informed, better activated. But we still have a long way to go. We've still got to help our kids get therapies. How are we going to do that? Let's get let's get to it. So I got to commend uh, Jacqueline Cancier, who you may know. She's a, a, a mom in Tennessee. Her daughter's a little bit older. She's a fierce advocate for her daughter. She has changed the legislation in Tennessee. We've, we've written some articles about her doing the um, special protocol for neurodevelopmental disorders in the ER, starting at Vanderbilt. But she's just, she's unstoppable. She's currently uh, fighting really hard in partnership with the Duke Law Clinic for one of our patients who's just getting a ridiculously bad deal from their school district. So Jackie's just, just a force and she's fighting like hell for was one family right now. But I, I am certain that her work will benefit all of us. And she's asked um, all the families to do an education survey just to see how Syngapians are get, get, getting services in public schools across the country. So the link's in the show notes. Please take that, that survey. And if you're excited about what Jackie's doing, let her know and see if you want to help her. Because the advocacy team here at SRF is, is growing and getting stronger. Other cool thing, I've been talking to a researcher. We don't have a grant to this one yet, but I hope one day we will. And this person's getting really interested in the gut and the, and the nerves of the gut. And, and she said, Mike, has, do any Syngapians ever get like colonoscopies or some kind of biopsy of the guts? Because I'd love to get my hands on a human gut neuron. Who says this stuff? And I was like, I, I don't know. But I'm asking you, if you are, because I, I asked in the group a few people like, oh yeah, I've had a biopsy, I've had a biopsy, I've had a biopsy. But that's not helpful because people don't keep these things long-term, right? But if, if you have a biopsy coming up, let us know. We would love to take one of those little biopsies that they're going to take already, throw it in some dry ice, ship it to San Francisco, and, and let a researcher take a look at those neurons. That would be super cool. So put, put that in your pipe and smoke it. Third thing you can do right now is plan your travel. At the end of this year, we're going to have an amazing conference. Science on, the, on day one, family on day two. It's going to be in Orlando right before the weekend. Probably all going to go to SeaWorld that weekend. Ashley Fry and company are working on the conference. Pre-register for the conference right now. Syngap.fun slash 2023conf. And let us know you're planning on coming. We will ping you as soon as the hotel link is ready and as soon as um, you can actually sign up for the conference. It's going to be an incredible gathering of Syngap families, and I really urge everyone to come. I also want to urge you um, 
to do the Biorepository Roadshow. If you did not watch our last webinar with Dr. Terry Joe Bichelle, you need to watch our last webinar with Dr. Terry Joe Bichelle. I talked about it in the previous episode, but I'm going to talk about it again. We're doing a Biorepository Roadshow. And what this means is a lot of the different organizations in Combined Brain are having conferences around the country throughout the year. So instead of asking you to travel with your loved one somewhere far away, or instead of sending some tech to you, draw blood, and then things can go wrong, right? We have some very specific uh, studies in mind that we want the biorepository to feed, but we need the samples collected a certain way. So what would be best is if when the combined brain team was near your home, you could go and see them. For instance, there's going to be a rare disease conference for the Med13L group on April 30th in Philadelphia. If you're anywhere near Philadelphia on April 30th, get Yosengapian down there so they can do a blood draw, take some urine, and then add you to the biorepository. It is incredibly valuable and will help research. Um, you need to pre-register. You need to make sure we get some paperwork done in advance. So let us know if you're planning on or able to go to Philly on April 30th for a blood draw. If you're like, well, Mike, what are the other dates? Bottom of the show notes. I got the full list. Check it out. So what you can do this week, take the education survey. Let me know if you got a GI biopsy planned. Look at the Biorepository Roadshow and see if you can make it. Next one's April 30th in Philly. And plan on joining us for a great family vacation, an incredible meeting and gathering of our community at the end of the year at the conference. Those are the big things that you can do now. Now, There's been some great press in the past week. I want to tell you about it. First of all, the Polanco family, who have Syngap, 19-year-old Syngap twins. Let that sink in. Um, in here in Northern California, there was, a, there was a brief TV spot about them that we share in the show notes. Incredible family. You should learn about them. You should get to know them. They're great people. They were at the conference. The Fosters got a really cool write-up in the Kansas City Star that you should read. Links in the show notes. Great family. Melissa's on the board. They're doing a lot of fundraising. They got a video. Really grateful to these families for helping get the word out about Syngap 1 for helping them, you know, help us find more patients. And then big news, the Axonis Tang grant got announced. So we gave a grant to a company in partnership with a lab at Harvard slash Boston Children's Hospital to explore one molecule that might be helpful for Syngap-1. There's a great story here, right? Shilpa Kadam is a researcher at Hopkins. We've been friends with her for a long time. Dr. Kadam went to Axonis called me, said, Mike, we're doing this cool stuff. Would you guys support it? I, you know, I, I think about Syngap all the time. I said, absolutely. Let us know. She teamed up with Dr. Shin Tang. Dr. Tang is amazing. He came to our conference. He met Minnie. There's a quote from Minnie in the, in the press release. And now Dr. Tang is working on patient-derived cell lines, which came from, guess where? Syngap Research Fund, because we're all over this stuff. And then that's going to go right from Dr. Tang's lab, assuming we get good data, into Axonis and into the world. So we're trying to be really smart and thoughtful about how we invest the money you raise, guys. We're trying to really ask the question, how will this result in kids getting therapies faster? And then this was down the middle, right? Dr. Tang, amazing. Dr. Kadam, amazing. Exonus, the team at Exonus, great people. All the way through. Let's fund it. Let's get the work done. So that's three great pieces of press for you to digest this week. The Polancos, the Fosters, the Exonus Tang Grant. And then I also want to point you to something else. As you all know, we, we have a lot of time for Miss um, Effie Parks, who hosts a huge rare disease podcast called Once Upon a Gene. And she just interviewed a guy named Lucas Lange. You might recognize that name because he runs a company called Probably Genetic. And you should recognize that name because we have a program with Probably Genetic and we were one of the first ones to do so in order to find patients. We all do better if we find more patients. 
We all do better if we find more patients because the more patients we find, the more industry will invest in us. The more industry invests in us, the sooner we're going to get therapies, right? So patient finding is something that we as a group really need to work on. And probably genetic was a huge part of that approach. So if you want to understand what probably genetic is and the work we do, you can go listen to that wonderful podcast of Lucas and Effie. But if you're like, what? I've never heard of this, Mike. There's a link, syngap.fund slash maybe syngap.fund slash maybe. And the reason you want to know about that link is because it will take you to a questionnaire. And not you, because you don't need to do it because your kids already got Syngap. If you haven't done it, do it, because it'll improve the Syngap profile. But what you really want to do is when you're talking to someone and they're like, ah, I really, I don't know, maybe it's genetic. Or you want to say to someone, you know, you ever thought maybe that's genetic? Give them this link. But like, hey, take this questionnaire. And if, and if, this, and if the computers behind this questionnaire think that the patient you're talking about looks like a Syngapian or they might have some other genetic disease, it, it, you, they could qualify you for free genetic testing. So this probably genetic link is, is a really big deal. And we've talked about PG a lot, but if you're hearing this for the first time, go to syngap.fun slash maybe, fill, it, fill out that survey for your kid. But also, if you've got friends and you're like, God, I wish they considered genetic testing, send them that link, syngap.fun slash maybe. The other cool thing in, in rare news this week is Angelman Syndrome Foundation, FAST, the Foundation for Angelman Syndrome Therapeutics, had a write-up in the Wall Street Journal. This is interesting. I'm looking at the future now. And they have a lot of ASOs right now. They have a lot of companies working on ASOs right now. We want to be where they are, and we're racing to that future. But what they're suddenly worried about, oh my gosh, who's going to deliver these ASOs? We're going to have these medicines and doctors have no idea. Because again, this is a novel class of medicines and there aren't going to be enough doctors to deliver this medicine. So FAST is funding a training for physicians to deliver ASOs. Why, is, why do we care about this? Because we're going to have ASOs. And those same physicians who are doing Angelman drugs tomorrow could be doing Syngap drugs in, I don't know, one or two years. One's probably hopeful. Two's not. That's pretty cool. So good job, Foundation for Angelman Syndrome Therapeutics. And if you just want to feel less alone, follow that link in the show notes. You got to go to the tweet, then you got to go to the foundation page, and then they've got a PDF of the article, so you don't have to deal with the paywall. But read that article in the Wall Street Journal about what FAST is doing and training doctors to deliver ASOs. And remind yourself that the work we're doing here is future state. So when, you're, so when some doctor tells you, oh, there's no therapy, there's never going to be therapy, there's no hope for your kid, Believe it or not, some, some, some of the doctors just say stupid things like that. It's not going to be true. It's just not true. The people are working like crazy on medicine, and you can look at, the found, at FAST to see how a patient advocacy group is helping bring the future into today. That's exactly what we're going to do. Fast is one of our heroes. So that's all super cool. Sprint for Syngap. It gets better. Sprint for Syngap. As I mentioned at the top, we are on our third sprint for Syngap. And guess what? I have been singing the praises of Phoebe, this wonderful family, newly diagnosed, jumped in. They have raised $30,000. Let me check my math. 29642 Let's call it $30,000. Great job, Phoebe. And they were number one for a while. But then Team Tavilla woke up. The Tavillas are very proud of their team and, and the work they do on Sprint for Syngap. The Tavilla team is at $121,675. Don't believe me? Syngap.fun slash Sprint23. Go look at the fundraisers by team. So congratulations, Team Tavilla. You're killing it. Keep going. Phoebe Spite, great work. Team Rocco, still over 10 grand. Hope for Hadley. 
pushing seven grand. MMA over two. Team Grayson over one. Team Andrew almost at a thousand. Then we got Team Kai and Allison. Team Sadie. All these other teams. Team Naya. Team Teddy. Hope uh, Hope for Reef. Kilometers for Kylan. Team Patrick. I don't know who this is. Team Lizzie. Team Carter. There's a lot of other teams out there raising money. Every dollar counts, guys. Keep pushing it. Tell your friends, tell them this link, syngap.fund slash sprint23. Let's raise some money so we can fund some grants. I mean, I love this event and I love the Tavillas for anchoring it, but every single team, every single dollar matters because it gives us the ability to meet great researchers and say, you want to, yeah, you should do that. We'll pay for a postdoc. I can't, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but the board is currently reviewing grants. We are approving a few of them. And it, it really feels good to, to be able to tell you these, these funds are going to great use. We are funding some really cool work that will, I think, um, either de-risk cl clinical trials for us, making it easier for our kids to go through trials successfully and or um, find more candidates, more things, more, more ways to attack uh, Syngap and to help our patients. Um, so that's all super cool. Very, very exciting news there. Um, the day after Sprint for Syngap, so Sprint for Syngap, April 29th. The day after Sprint for Syngap, Philadelphia Biorepository. In 63 days, in about two months, MDBR is happening on June 10th, also in Philly. So that's where we're going to have a bike race. Congratulations to that team. They're practicing. Peter Halliburton's doing crazy miles. Aaron Harding always does crazy miles. That's going to be a huge success. And just in case you like counting days, we're 236 days away from the Syngap conference. So Lots of good things. Another solid Syngap 10 that was more than 10 minutes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this with your family. Thank you for being a part of the Syngap 1 SRF community. We are making a difference. We are going to make the future better for our kids and bring these therapies into reality faster. Keep it up.